Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Musha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. Because in this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my friend. So glad to have you with me on our podcast. Always so good. And I'm doing really well now. I have to warn you, I'm going to be talking a little bit on the podcast about a week that I really wasn't doing that great. I want to assure you that was a few weeks ago. Things are very well now. I'm actually really excited because tomorrow I'm visiting a really close friend of mine and I haven't seen her in months, maybe years. It feels so good to see people who knew you back when, you know, (laughs) back when you were younger and they just know so much about you. When you see them, there's nothing like it. So I'm looking forward to that. And like I said, today's topic is going to be a little heavier, but we need both. You know, we can't always pretend to be happy and full of joy. Sometimes life is not like that. And I want to give you resources on how to handle things well when things aren't so great, because it just happens. It happens. It's part of life. And having that skill set is so good. So a few weeks ago, I already alluded to this. I knew I was going to have a hard week. You know how when you just feel something in your bones, you just have a feeling like this week is not going to go well. And my calendar was very, very full that week. So that kind of gave it away also. And I just knew, I knew it wasn't going to be a good week. And then something made it really, really a thousand times harder than I thought it was going to be, even knowing it was going to be hard. And that was that a good friend of mine passed away. Oh my goodness. She's only maybe a few decades older than me. You know, she's too young. Anybody who dies, she's just too young. And she wasn't sick. So I wasn't expecting it. Nobody was expecting it. And work-wise, it was one of my busiest weeks, okay? So (laughs) that's one of the reasons I had the premonition it wasn't going to be a good week. And it was so much. It was so much on me. I'm busy at work. I'm working into the evenings. You know, it's like Murphy's Law. When you're busy, everything is going to be piled on top of you. And I know that this happens in your life too. I know this happens where things get crazy and then something else happens and something else. And when it rains, it pours. It just, that's how life is, you know? And it was so funny because I share everything on our Facebook community group. And I was sharing about my difficult week And one of the women in our Facebook community, she shared about her difficult week too. And it made my week look like nothing because she just happened to work 60 hours that week and she does machine work. So that's 60 hours on her feet. 
and she's going to school, you know, she's getting her college degree, and she has children, and she has animals, and not just dogs. I think she also has goats and chickens. So I'm not alone, right? We're a sisterhood. So many of us have so much on our plate, maybe too much on our plate. So here's my question. Your plate is already so full, like you went to a buffet, you know, maybe you didn't choose all the things, but they were put on your plate for you. And it's filled with, you know, work and kids, your family, your house, your spouse, big plate, right? (laughs) Big buffet. Some of them, like I said, you may not even like what's on the plate. Maybe you didn't choose it. And maybe you're listening and you're saying to me, okay, this is my life every day. Like every day, it's overwhelming. It's too much. Well, first of all, if you feel that way, I just want to tell you, you are not alone. You are in a sisterhood. And I'm also really proud of you for listening to this podcast because you're getting help. You're not just sitting around doing nothing. You are working on ways to improve and grow yourself. And I am so proud of you. And if you're on Facebook, you know you also need to be in our community where you get really daily, almost every day, you get, it's like a hug, okay? And here's what I'd like to offer you, whether you're having a particularly hard week or whether life is always like this, but usually we have something like a tape recorder going on and on in our head saying, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I'm so tired. I'm so drained. What can I possibly do to feel better? And if you're like most people, you don't even realize you're saying this to yourself. You're just kind of complaining in your head and you're looking for a solution, a quick fix. But the problem is, of course, there's no quick fix. Like I told you with my week, my friend was gone. There was no fixing the situation. Her husband was falling apart and it was just really hard. It was really hard. And I'm busy at work. Maybe that was a blessing because I couldn't think that much, but it didn't feel like a blessing at the time. It just felt like too much. So you know me by now. So what did I do? So I already have a toolkit. So I did all the things in my toolkit. You know, I'm journaling. I'm going on walks. I'm crying to try to let out some of that pain. And at the same time, I'm running around like a chicken without a head trying to get everything done. And in my mind, I felt so stressed, I could barely breathe. I had this weight of busyness of having too much to do and not enough time to process it, frankly, in my head. And that's when I realized I was actually asking myself the wrong question. And that's why I wanted to share this episode with you, because I was hurting that week. I was hurting bad. And you hurt sometimes too, unfortunately, you know, whether you have a crazy work deadline and your partner is away, 
or maybe your kids are acting up and they're calling you from the school. That's really hard. Whatever it is you're going through, instead of saying to yourself, what can I do to feel better? Because the truth is, there may not be an answer to that. And you may be doing unhealthy things to feel better. But what if you ask this to yourself instead? What if you ask yourself, how can I nurture myself more? And that question is very subtly different. The first question to remind you was, what can I do to feel better? And the second one was, how can I nurture myself more? And the answer to the question should have the same result. You're trying to figure out how to calm yourself down and make peace with whatever is going on. But the second question is magical, and I'll tell you why. And it's because you're sending yourself a little signal to your brain. And what you're telling your brain, this little signal, is that you are going through something difficult. And you need a little extra love, a little extra attention, a little extra support. See how it acknowledges that something isn't quite right and you need that nurturing. You're saying to yourself, how can I nurture myself more? And you're saying, I need some TLC. And the first question, how can I make myself feel better? When I was saying that to myself, not even realizing, can I tell you? Not even realizing, but it felt defeatist. It felt like this is not possible. And I know so many of you listening, you may feel this, unfortunately, that there is no answer. There is no answer to feeling better because it's just impossible. And that always, that makes my heart hurt. And if you're feeling that way, keep listening to this podcast because it will help. It really will. But you know, when I say to myself, what can I do to feel better? I almost want to give myself a snarky response. Like, this is not possible. Why are you even thinking this way? But here's the real problem. And I alluded to it a few minutes ago. And the real problem is that when we're not feeling good mentally, physically, we want to make ourselves feel better. It's human nature. And you know what I'm about to say, because we do things that may not be healthy. We may drink too much alcohol. We may eat a gallon-sized bag of chocolate. Yum. (laughs) But here's something else. Maybe we're going to stop contacting our friends because we have no energy, right? So we're creating this cycle. Or what about, here's one that I used to do when I was, you know, when my kids were really young and I would stay up too late at night watching TV. Again, the cycle, because I was getting more and more tired, which the next day made me more and more miserable. So I'd watch more and more TV when I could, staying up late. This is not good. This is really not good. And I'm not saying this to judge or to be harsh on ourselves. Quite the opposite. 
Because like I said, it's human nature. We want to feel better. We're in pain and we're trying to make ourselves do anything that'll make us feel better. And like I said, if you do this, you are in good company, (laughs) me included. But unfortunately, it makes things worse. If it didn't, I'd be sitting here telling you to do all these things. You know, eat that bag of chocolate. It's going to be delicious. But I know the next day you're going to regret it. You're not going to feel good. It's not going to solve the problem. So that's why changing up the wording just a little bit changes everything. So that week I was saying to myself, how can I nurture myself more? And that's implying you're going to do something healthy. Sure, maybe you will eat that bag of candy and I'm not one to judge, but it may be likely that you'll also do something healthy. And I'm no treat basher, you know. (laughs) I was eating plenty of ice cream that week. But once I noticed that I was saying to myself, how can I nurture myself more? I noticed I was doing teeny tiny things to help me, things that were really good for me. I'll give you some examples. You know, I usually like to walk and I was walking, but what I noticed I was doing was instead of listening to a book on my walk or a podcast, instead I was listening to soothing music. And that's what I needed. I didn't need more information coming into my brain. I needed to relax my brain a little bit and lighten my mood. Another thing I did, and only you'll get me, only my working moms are going to get me because I cleaned off my desk. You know, people who aren't in this community, they don't understand that that is self-care. That is nurturing. They just see it as work. But by cleaning off my desk and my table, I just felt better about myself. I felt more in control. I felt organized and clean and neat. And it just helped me. It just helped. Another thing that I noticed myself doing, and this is so funny, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast. But I have these clothes in my closet that are beautiful, but they're really cozy, (laughs) really cozy. I call them comfort clothes. I have comfort food, so I have comfort clothes. And when I'm having a bad day, they nurture me. And they're soft. They're usually cozy. Maybe they're a sweater. But I do make sure that they look nice Because if I'm in my pajamas, that for me at least is not true nurturing. Like part of picking myself up is being able to be outside, being presentable. So I do like to look nice, but I can still look nice in my comfort clothes. And I'll give you an example of what it looks like. So my favorite store, Bowdoin, sells these dresses that are actually sweatshirts. (laughs) So you're wearing a sweatshirt dress. It's not the most elegant, like I said, but it looks pretty on me. It looks good. And it's definitely a comfort clothes. (laughs) Definitely comfort clothes right there. 
So you see how I'm nurturing myself in healthy ways, just because I'm thinking to myself, what can I do? Almost like I'm a little kid who needs some self-care. That's what I am. (laughs) All of us have that in us where we just need to be taken care of and there's nobody else to do it, you know? We have to do it to ourselves. So next time you're having a so next time you're having an off week or maybe it's every day for you, ask yourself, what can I do to nurture myself more? And then see what happens because you may totally surprise yourself with this little attitude shift. And maybe you'll start doing things that will uplift you. And who knows, and I hope this happens, but maybe it's going to pull you out of that funk and actually make you have a better day. That's the ultimate goal, right? And what's the worst that happens? If it doesn't pull you out of the funk, at least you got a little extra nurturing in that day. So I hope this advice resonates with you. I want you to write it down right away. Write down the little question, what can I do to nurture myself more? Put it on a post-it so you don't forget it. And I'm just so proud of you. I'm so glad that you're listening to this podcast and probably others and learning positive ways to deal with the stress of being a working mom. So incredibly important. And I'd love for you also to leave a review and let other working moms know that there are things we can do that will make our lives better and more balanced and more productive and things will just flow. But I also want to thank you for being here and I hope that you continue to nurture and take care of yourself because you can't give from an empty cup. It's just not possible. I'm wishing you so much good balance. Take care. I'll talk to you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it helped you take yet another step closer to better balance because that's the goal here. And make sure you check out my free course on how to find work-life balance as a working mom. You are going to love the class. It has a beautiful workbook, audio lessons, and it gives a soup to nuts approach on how to be better balanced. I know you're going to benefit so much from it. And I look forward to hearing about how it works out for you. And to access the course, just go to the link in the podcast description. Wishing you so much joy as you work towards that better balance.